uh, I'm going to read verse 2, but I need to give you a little bit of background. And verse number 2 in the first chapter of the book of Haggai, and Haggai means a joyful return from, from exile. We fast it. A joyful return from exile. Now verse number 2 says, Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, This people say, The time is not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. Now, we have to understand that with Haggai, one of the things that was happening is the people had been in exile and they had returned. Okay? But he's, he's, the message that he gives in regarding to their return and where they were at this point, he had a single message. And first of all, it was urging the people to be obedient. Urging the people to be obedient. Especially in the rebuilding of the temple of God. Now, there's another person that's on the scene called Zerubbabel. And, and Zerubbabel, that means stranger of confusion or stranger of Babylon. But he also had some opposition there when they had returned. Now, they were surrounded by opposition. And so are we today. But those oppositions... If we want to do it in today's terminology, of those things that pulls us away from God. You're always going to have something in life that will try to pull you away from God. And the next thing he was letting them know that they had forgotten some things that they had been told it was going to happen. Now, when it says in verse number 2, it says, Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, The people say, they say, This people say, Talking about God's people now. This people say the time is not come. The time that the Lord's house should be built. Now let's go to the book of uh, uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Let's go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter number 29. Jeremiah chapter number 29. And the title of this message will be the crossroad, or the, the season uh, of the crossroad, or uh, the crossroad season. Jeremiah chapter number 29. Now remember it says, this people say the time of the Lord's house is not now. You know, that, that's what they were saying. Now when you begin to look in verse number number 10, we want to uh, chapter number 29 in the book of Jeremiah on the day. Amen. Now verse number 10 says this. For thus saith the Lord, that after he, after seventy years, be accomplished at Babylon. Remember now, Babylon is a state of confusion. He says, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you and causing you to return to this place. Now, what is this place he's talking about? The place of obedience. And, and what had happened is they had returned, it had been spoken, it had been prophesied that they would go into the exile and they would be there for 70 years. However, after the 70 years had ended, then they were going to return. I thought, what are you saying? The Lord says, what's happening is they didn't know that season was over. They continue to operate in bondage. They continue to live. You know how it is when God has delivered you and set you free, all of a sudden you still want to stay there because you've been there so long? 
sinning with us. We think it's okay. Now God didn't say that. Now God didn't say that. But that there that are some things that God tells us, and uh, we will all get to that. We will get to that, okay? But look what it says in verse number 11. He says, For I know the thoughts that I have toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you what? And expected end. See, God don't want evil coming for you. Like he said, my thoughts for you, yeah, he said, you got an expected end. That's right. But when you don't, now tell you when you have a season change. Most times we don't understand and realize when we have a season of change and we still stay in another place. God will always send you a Cyrus. When we deal with Cyrus. God will always send you a Cyrus when there's a seasonal change in our life. A seasonal change. Now let's go to Book of Ezra. You want the Book of Ezra? We're going to take a little time for us to get that. The Book of Ezra. We're going to the Book of Ezra. It's right before, or maybe right after the Nehemiah. We're going to the Book of Ezra. Book of Ezra. Okay? We're going to the Book of Ezra. I will have E-C-A-R, Old Testament. Amen. Chapter number one. Amen. I'm going to give you time to get that. Because we're going to, we may be traveling some books that we've not been accustomed to, but there's some good knowledge that God has given us. Amen. In the book of Ezra, chapter number one. This is how you know your season has changed because there's an iris that, there's a cyrus in your life. Y'all know I said an iris, so I guess I heard iris. I don't know why the Holy Ghost is saying, but that there's going to be a cyrus in, a cyrus in your life. It's going to be a cyrus. Cyrus, cyrus means a liberator. All right, now go to Ezra chapter number one. Let's look at it. Amen. Chapter one, verse number one says, Now in the first year of Cyrus, which means liberated, okay, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled. Now, what's the next word? The who? The Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, that liberated. Now, you can understand that Cyrus is what it says. But the, it was the Lord that stirred up the spirit. Now, God will put a Cyrus, a liberator in your life because God is going to be the one to stir up that, that person's spirit to come in your life to help you to get you into your next place. Amen? Yeah. See, yeah. Yeah, this, you got to recognize that the season. That's right. If you miss your Cyrus, you're going to stay in that old season and still stay in a place of not enough. Amen? Yeah. So you've got to make sure you, you got to have that discerning to see when God is moving in your life, who He's moving in your life, and don't have resistance. Mm-hmm. Deal with that too. Amen. Amen. Because a lot of times, God wants to move, but we resist. Because we don't want to do it God's way. We want to do it our way and stay in the same place. Help us, Jesus. Amen. Amen. It says, The Spirit, the Lord stirred up the Spirit of Cyrus, King of Persia, that He made a proclamation throughout all His kingdom and put it also in writing. Write the means you make it plain. Okay? Put it in writing now. Verse number two says, Thus says Cyrus, King of Persia, The Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and He has charged me to build Him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judea. Jerusalem is symbolic peace. Judah means praise. You cannot be able to praise God if you have no peace. Because right. a lot of times we live in such a 
state of confusion and chaos and love our peace is gone, to, to be honest. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We got some problems. We got a peace issue. But when we do it God's way, He will help us with that peace issue. Now, verse number three says this. Who is there among you of all of his people, his God be with him? And let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord, the God of Israel. He is God, which is in Jerusalem. Look at verse number four. And whosoever remaineth in any place where he sojourneth, let the men of his place help him with what? Silver and what
So in other words, the signs that go come in their life, it's, he's sent by, or she, whomever God sends, mm-hmm. they're sent by God, and it's for God's pleasure. Mm-hmm. And he says, even saying to Jerusalem, watch this, Jerusalem means peace, peace going to be restored when your Messiah shows up in your season. Mm-hmm. He's already in some people's season. He's already there, but we just ain't recognize who he is here, okay? He says, he says uh, even saying to Jerusalem, thou shalt be built. When you recognize the season that you're in, you recognize the signs, or the liberated that is placed within your life, automatically your peace will be restored. Then he says, and, more than the peace, and to the temple, thy foundation shall be laid. We know that the foundation is Christ. We also mark this on Wednesday night. Now, in Luke 6, you don't have to go here, but you can write it down. Luke chapter 6, verse number 49, it says, Those that hear the word and do it is not, and do it is not, is like a man without a foundation. That's strong. You can hear the word and not be doers of the word, and the word of God says, It's just like you do not have a foundation, and Christ is the foundation. So it's so important that we become doers of the word and not just hearers. Because when we're just hearers of the word, it reveals about the foundation that's on the inside of us. Amen. 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 Okay. All right. Now, now, thank you, Holy Spirit. So the foundation, and your peace will be restored. The foundation is going to be restored. But once, uh, chapter 45, is here in Isaiah 45, verse number 1. It says, Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Simon. I'm talking to liberate. He's going to see the person or the people God's going to send into your life. God has specifically given them instructions for your life. That's right. Specifically given them instructions for your life. Then he says, Whose hand I have holden, meaning God has got hand, to, this is what his instructions to do, is to subdue before him. And he says, I will loose the loins of kings to open before him the two lead gates, and the gates shall not be shut. What are you saying now? What are you saying here? He said, well, when God sent that Cyrus, and that Cyrus is already in your life, God says this, his instructions is to loose the loins of the kings. In other words, whatever that that stronghold is, God says, in this season, it's going to be released. And when it's, when it's released, and he said, to open before him, he said, the two leave gates. That's not God. What are these leave gates? God said, these leave gates, they're the place where you draw knowledge from. Mm, amen. So, in other words, what's going to be happening, you see, see that, that, that's going to be a place, a well, for, a well for you to be able to draw knowledge. Because, see, the desires that comes into your life will be filled with knowledge that you have no clue about or may or never took the time to learn about. Let me put it that way. That's the Holy Spirit. See, these two lead gates. And then he talks about how the gates of the state will be open and not shut. In other words, what, what, what will shut up in your life and, and it will not flow to you because of the seasonal change if we allow ourselves to go into it. God said that, 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 that gate won't be shut to you no more. So in other words, what, you don't have to draw knowledge and from that knowledge, you're going to be able to implement that knowledge yeah. and bring about the things of God for your life. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And yeah. you know some changes in your life. Now look at verse number three. No, two, two. He says, I'm right. I know verse two. 
He says, I will go before thee. Watch this. Yeah. And make the crooked places. What? Yeah. How do you know that crooked places are not? Yeah. Now, let's be real. Yeah. The, the, lie, the lie to the Holy Ghost. You're not trying to use the lie to the Holy Ghost. You say you ain't got a crooked place. Amen. Yeah. Because that's the you know, little boxes. Amen. The little boxes. That's right. The little things that we don't think there's much to it, but still, still, please, see. See, it don't have no degree. Wow. Man only makes things happen. Wow. But, but God don't have the grease when he comes out of sin. See, that's a little box. Amen. Right? Them, them little lies you tell when the phone rings. When the phone rings, it's a big letter. Hello? Y'all get outside, I'm not up in your Kool-Aid. That's right. Hold on, I'm up in your Kool-Aid. Amen. Amen. I'm going to pull back the cup. 
So you can see, you know that you guys don't want to be in the city tonight. And you guys want to be in the city tonight. You guys want to be in there. You guys want to be in there. You guys want to be in You guys want to be in there. 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 Then he sends up boat and all that stuff, you know. And we used to sit down here drowning. Well, God, don't send me. Don't send me somebody. Listen, come now. God can send you to boat. All right, that's your delivery. See, a lot of times God will send us what we need and, and what's good for us, but we don't want the way God sends it. That's right. We can't even choose what we want. God said, no, 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 no. Not if you're going to get to this place in this season. That's what he wants to take us. Amen. And he talked about those trades and hidden riches and secret places. Then he says, that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, has called thee by thy name and the God of Israel. Now, I, he wants you to know it's him that's doing it. Amen. He wants you to know that it's him that is doing it. Now, let's go back to the book of Haggai. And we will, it will get a little bit more tighter. Amen. Then back to the book of Haggai. So, so you see, the people had come back, they had not recognized that they were not supposed to be in that season of bondage, okay? They, 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 they had been delivered. Now, let's look at verse number three, amen, in Haggai chapter number one. It says, Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai, you know, the dwarf of return, the exile, the festival, the prophet, the inspired speaker, saying, Is it time for me? To dwell in your sealed houses and thy house lowers. Mm-hmm. Remember that they had been set free. They just didn't know they had been set free, but they wanted to continue to live in bondage. Now, look verse 5. This is what God says. Now, therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider. consider. In other words, pause and think about your way. Consider, think about it. Think about it. This, this, is, this is where it becomes personal. This is where you, we do inventory in our own tabernacle. Amen. Not somebody else's kitchen, not somebody else's storehouse, but in our own. Now, this is what he says. Consider, hold, think about it. Now, verse number six says this. Ye, no, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let, are we all there? Hang out. Chapter one. Verse number six. Let us read it together. Amen. Amen. It says, Ye have sown much, and bring in what? Little. Anybody there? Amen. You sow, but bring in little. Watch, watch what God says. Ye have sown much, and bring in Ye eat, but you have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Ye clothe you, uh oh. Ye clothe who? You. You. Ye clothe you, but there is none that's warm. And he that what? And he that earned what? Wages. Earned wages to put into a bag of what? <laughs> and all of a sudden you look in the bag, ain't nothing left. God says, consider your ways. You, you take the first part of the, the Haggai, begin to talk about how they had forgotten about 
and they were caught up in their own uh, uh, self will, their own self desires, you know, that they were caught up in all things around them, but they had forgotten about God's house. There's two things. There's, there's this, this external house here that has to be taken care of, and there's also this internal house right here that has to be taken off, taken care of. Amen? Amen. See, see, if you don't take care of this one, oh, Holy Ghost, I hear you. If you do not, if we do not take care of this tabernacle, because see, Amen. we are the tabernacle, then you will not Amen. have a mind to take care of this tabernacle. Amen. Amen. That's the holy, that's the word of God. Amen. You can't tag this page out of the book. It's still life. It's going to be there when we are done, when we are dead and gone. And our children come up, but it's still going to be in the book. Amen. Nobody said, nobody said, 
doesn't know, no. He asked a question. He said, now, I don't know this. If, if the trees are 4,000 uh, years old, he said, now, how is it that the earth ain't 2,000? He said, somebody told me that. He said, that can't be. He said, the trees can't be older than earth. Did this what you said? Yeah. You see, if a, if a nine-year-old can comprehend and take the word of God and begin to ask questions in the mind, what about us as adults that's supposed to be and grown up? You know, he, he's heard that about the 2,000 years of Jesus, but he, he knew something was wrong there. Amen. And he came back and he asked the question. How many of us ask the question when we hear the word? Mm-hmm. You know why knowledge is rejected? Because we don't ask questions when we don't get something we don't understand. See, Satan's after the kingdom word. Mm-hmm. He can't come out of no church word. Right. The word of God, so he, he comes out of the kingdom word. The kingdom word of God. What am I supposed to Hosea, chapter number four. Thank you. Now, verse six, he says, For thou hast rejected knowledge. He said, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest of me, seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. Mm-hmm. Now, let's look at verse number 10. Same, same chapter, same book, Hosea. Verse 13 says, For they shall be what? Eat and not have what? Enough. And they shall commit what? Hoarder. And shall not be what? Increase crime. If you commit no hoarder, that means you're not operating with God. You're not walking in the will of God. In other words, you, you, I, I'll, I'll get this. Only do. I'll get this in a minute. In other words, you said, right, the hoarder. The hoarder. He said, And shall not increase because they have done what? Left off to take heed to the Lord. Mm. Amen. Mm. It's true. Mm. Let me say this thing. Only what you do for God will last. Amen. Only what you do for God will last. You can do all this other stuff. It ain't gonna last. Why? Because God's word, what God says, is an eternal word. It's an everlasting word, and it's going to stand forever. Come on. So all that you do for God, I don't care what else you got to do. Mm-mm. It ain't going to But what you do for God now, you may think it ain't going to it's not even working for your benefit, but it is working on your behalf. Amen. Amen. Now, look at verse number 11. It says, Hoarder and wine and new wine do what? Whoa! Hold up! You know, I'm having that fire with the word. The word brings love. Not God. The word. So hold up and wine and new wine. Take away the heart. You want to know where we are with God? Check our heart. Where is all this at? Is it to do the will of God or is it to do the will of sin? But you know what it says? God says, holiness like this also is being rebellious to the marriage covenant of God. Mm. Being rebellious. See, we married together. And anytime we step out on God and step and step with another level, we're rebellious and we have broken the marriage covenant. That's a serious thing. That is a serious indictment. When we come out of fellowship, the marriage covenant, we're the bride of Christ, y'all. Amen. Amen. The bride of Christ. We come 
Amen. We say, let's say the Lord. Consider. Consider. You are its power. Think about it. Do anything. Look at verse number nine. Verse number nine says, He looked for much. Why he looked? Because he's been taught. He sold. You want me to harvest that. But you have to be careful what kind of harvest you sow. See, that seed, it ain't just money. That's right. There's a whole lot of things they go. But each seed has its own body. So if you want to get the money, you better sow some money. Because the word of God says every seed has its own body. If you want love, you better sow some love. That's right. If you want mercy, you better sow some love. If you want kindness coming back to you, you better sow some love. If you want God to, to, to give you mercy, he says you better sow some righteousness according to his word. Amen. Amen. You see, you have to know what you sow. And what that seed represents. You don't know that seed, right? Jesus. Right. You have to be still looking out for bad harvest you didn't sow. You know, you know, when you sow a seed, you won't. Anybody that's know that whenever you sow a seed, now you expect crop back, right? Yes. Now, if you don't sow a good, good seed, if you don't tend to the field, so then it'll, it'll, it'll grow, weed will grow up and take over your, your, your crop. And you won't really have no crop because of the weeds. How I know that? Let me tell y'all something. I remember myself and my two sisters, we was all single at that time. We decided with my mom and dad to, to have us a little dog. Well, us, those two folks, you know, we sold, you know, we did a little bit that flying and all that stuff. So one day we go out there to the garden, and you know what we found? We found a black snake. And you know what happened? We never didn't go back no more. <laughs> but one time for the park to come up now, we decided we're going to go back out there and see what we got. Well, we used to pick it over, right? Because we didn't go out and take the weeds out of the crop. We was afraid. You see, the, the Spirit of the Lord also, in His Word, talks about unfavorable conditions. And when, when we see unfavorable conditions, we will not sow. That's Word. That's Word of God. And the best time to sow, uh, whatever it is God is speaking to you how to do, is an unfavorable condition. Because if we don't sow, I'm saying, well, I ain't got to do that. I got to do that. Listen, honey, you can't take them two pits and live and pay nothing. Because God already said what happens when we walk in. Oh, we ain't going to that guy. I promise you. I think, hey, that's going to be like, no. We're going back to the Lord. We're going back. Verse 9 says, Ye look much, and lo, it come to little. Mm-hmm. And when you were in there you go. When you brought it where? Home. Now, what does what, what the Lord say? He blew on that thing. So who? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And all of us know whenever someone clean up where I missed it. Thank you, brother. You know, clean up where I missed it. Amen. Then he said, I will heal them and forgive them their sins. And then he said, He will do what? Heal them. Now, healing the land takes place in many kinds of ways. Many of us want our land healed. This one, our home, our finances. There's many ways of healing our health. Amen. But we're at the cross. There are many ways of healing now. There's many things in our life that needs to be healed. But we're going to remember, we're going to be at that crossroad. We're at that crossroad, that season. And God has sent a Cyrus in all our lives that already know the way it's going to be made. God sent that person in our Now, we have to have enough wisdom and discernment to recognize that liberty that God has sent to help us to get to that next season. Or we can say it's the same old world. Amen. Now, let's go back and have a prayer.